Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here by Brandon and Caden here. We're going to be talking about the NFL preseason, technically week two, but I would say week one since all the teams got to play. Um, no, week one is technically just the Hall of Fame game, which I kind of touched up on a little bit in the USFL episodes. Um, but we have a lot to talk about in this episode for sure. I'm going to be breaking down a bunch of like different, just kind of like all across the league, nothing specific, no team specific here. Um, just players and things that were notable to me from the games I was able to watch, but also get in Caden and Brandon's thoughts. Um, Brandon definitely get a chance to talk about the Bears, which I'm sure he'll have to save some information uh, for his Bears the episode. Quarterbacks, though. Yeah, the rookie quarterbacks definitely seem to be a topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. AR with a awful interception and then a dime step back interception. Yeah, it was it was something that I didn't. Dime that uh, Alec Pierce dropped. Or there's there's another one. No, he had a really good touchdown. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't see that. I saw a beautiful throw that he had to Alec Pierce. He has he the upside, dude. He looks like he could be a Patrick Mahomes out there. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Running? That game. Did not much run? running, but just his pocket evasiveness just reminds me of Patrick Mahomes because he's kind of chunkier, but like he's quick on his feet. And the, was that like the was that the first pass that CJ Stroud threw in the entire NFL? Oh no, I'm not talking about CJ Stroud. I'm no, talking about no, AR. No, no, I mean like with that that. One horrible pick that Stroud had. Yeah, that was his. Yeah. Oh. CJ Stroud looked really bad, bro. I'm not going to lie. Even not a rookie quarterback, but Trey Lance as well. Uh, everyone sort of hyped him up a little bit because of the stat line, but if you actually watch his touchdown pass, did you guys have to Yeah, it was a joke. Pass? Yeah. It was a fucking awful decision, and it should have been picked off. The defender had oh, his yeah, hands. Oh, yeah, he threatened Duke, that shit. Duke Shelley, former yeah. Bear, which I actually I enjoyed watching. I mean, I mean Nothing. He's not your everyday starter, but he's going to be that role player that comes in on downs where your starter needs a rest or gets hurt. He's going to produce for you. But he, he had his hand on it, but he dropped it, and it just fell right into the tight end's hand that he wasn't even throwing it. So it was just an awful decision. But ended up being a touchdown. He had like a 10 for 15 line, and with that touchdown, it made him look good, but he looked the complete opposite. Will Levis played y'all, right? Will Levis played us. He had an he, interception, right? He, he did have an interception, um, but he did, look, he did look good. Both quarterbacks had an interception, Malik Willis and Will Levis. And I'll, I'll I'll save it for I'll save a little bit for the Bears episode on that defense, but I'll also touch on that Bears defense as well. Eight sacks from the Bears defense, two e. two interceptions, a couple forced fumbles, or blown up passes in a way where it was sort of borderline. Like, did the receiver make the football move before he was hit and the ball went flying? But the defense they looked live. There's one play at the start when the first team was in there that it was a blown coverage and they got exposed, but. I'm not going to dwell over it too much. Still preseason, and we still didn't have Jaquan Brisker, um, Yannick Ngakwe, um, Demarcus Walker, or Jermaine Edmonds playing in the, with the first team that day. So I'm not going to lose too much sleep over it. But yeah, Will, Will Levis did have some good throws against us. I'm not going to lie. Malik Willis did have some good moments as well. Had a rushing touchdown. Had a couple decent throws, but both of them did also show their, their youth, if you will, um, and lack of experience. But... Overall, the, the, the rookie quarterbacks, I feel like, would be the biggest takeaway from the week, minus the Saints game-winning kick from, I forget his name, but I was telling Trevor about him. He uh, came into the game, and security was questioning him because they didn't know he was a player. Then came on, drilled a couple field goals, drilled a game-winner. Then leaving the building, security stopped him again, thinking that he was just a fan walking out of the locker room. And that's one way to humble you, for sure. But those are some really cool stories. But... I mean, the Jets blew out the Panthers 27 nothing. I mean, Bryce Young, they, 
I don't know, man. He he looked good and he was getting up when he was getting rocked, but that offensive line was not protecting him that well mm. and was leaving him out the drive when he wasn't really getting sacked a lot, but he was getting hit after he let go of the ball. And I mean, we know how small he is. That was the 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 discussion around him all off season, all throughout the draft, all throughout off season or training camp and mini camp. But I really, really do wonder how long that's gonna last when he's taking hits like that, man. Yeah. These people like even if he's going up against ones, twos, threes, like these people are playing for their lives, essentially mm-hmm. playing for a spot on a roster. They're yeah. not letting up on him. You know? No, right, no. You know, so I'm gonna say another thing. Seattle looked really good. Mm. Geno Smith was dropping fucking dimes. I think he's like a legit like starter for that team for the next couple of years. I think yeah. so as well. Yeah, like he's I'm not. A, gonna, he's a legit top fifteen, maybe top ten quarterback, top twelve. I'm not gonna say top ten, but like he's I will say, 15. I can say top fifteen. I think, but. Like he's kind of he's worse than Kirk Cousins, but like I think better um, than Dak. Yeah, he's better than Dak. Like worse than Kirk, better than Dak. And I think with Seattle and with Pete Carroll and that vibe they have going there, I just thought it was a note like that I thought was worthy because he, dude, he dropped like a forty-yard dime in between mm. double coverage right in his wide receiver's lap as a touch for a touch. It was beautiful. He looks like he looks ready to go. Like I'm just saying, Seattle looks like they're trying to contend here. Well, Seattle is ready to go. Seattle is ready to go. <laughs> the way you said that, bro, it's like just. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw another standout performance for me was Tank Dell, the rookie receiver mm-hmm. out of Houston. He had a, <clears throat> excuse me, what was it? A six, five catches, sixty-five yards, a touchdown. Had eight targets. Had a twenty-four yard catch. Had a hell of a touchdown grab on like a five-yard throw. Oh yeah, you like five, yeah yeah yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But Davis Mills and Case Keenum both drastically outperformed C.J. Stroud. And it was Stroud had a pick on his first throw too, I believe it was. It was horrible. It was absolutely yeah. horrible. Baker Mayfield looked pretty good in that Bucks offense. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he had that beautiful little dime over to the rookie Trey Palmer. Mm. Um, Kyle Trask looked a little iffy. Um, I, I still Baker's really, starting week one. He, he is. I really, I really want it to work out for Trask, and I want him to be the starter. But Baker definitely, and if there was any discussion about Trask, maybe getting a slight. Upper hand on him as far as what like the Bucks media and the local Tampa radio has been saying. That's no longer the case after a week after this week one performance in the preseason. Yes, it's still preseason, but they're still evaluating as a QB battle. The depth chart for the Bucks literally says QB one Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. It doesn't have one at one or two, so it's still a battle. But Baker definitely took the right step. I agree with that. I think another great performance was Nathan Rourke from yes. the Jaguars. Holy shit! What a play! I don't know how he escaped that. That might be the best preseason play ever. It might be. He was being dragged down with a fucking defensive lineman and wrapped around his You waist. know, he's a wide receiver combo, yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Came from the University of Ohio and just threw a dime, too. That was a hell of a throw. That Trevor was not Lawrence an easy throw. looked rough. That was not an easy throw. I agree with that. That was. I don't know how he escaped that pressure and those fucking four sacks, yeah, but... Yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch Trevor Lawrence or he, watch any of that. He threw game, some blatant picks. Oh no! Um, his first pick was he was rolling out left, and then he just tries to like. There, it was like double. It was terrible, bro. It was really Brandon bad. Brandon Aubrey made it. Made a field goal. Yes, sir. Extra point. Also made another extra point. Another player I'd love to talk about real quick is wide receiver Austin Watkins Jr. from the USFL. Mm-hmm. He had six catches for seventy-one yards in the yeah. first half. Uh, Levi Bell. And Jordan Ferguson, both guys from the USFL as well that play for Seattle. 
both had a sack, was, like back-to-back plays. I was going to ask you if you were keeping track with a lot oh, of yeah. USFL every, every USFL coverage episode I talk about. I, 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 yeah, I have so much to talk about the next one, but I've been covering it to the best of my ability. But I've been talking all, like, all about their performances. But the USFL, I did notate, has made a massive impact in the preseason so far. A lot of players that. are really out It's like every day are people or players are getting signed from the USFL. It the is. NFL rosters. It every is. Every day. And the first uh, New Orleans Breaker did just get signed, uh, Neville Clark. Nice. So shout out to him. Um, and Victor Bolden got signed. Yeah. He, he was getting hopped around there for a little bit. I did bit, not know that he was in the XFL. I thought he, he was. was pr- I thought he was on the training squad or some NFL team. Well, he, he played. That's and then, that, show, that shows how much I care about XFL. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's for everyone there. He was balling in the USFL too. Yeah, he was. But uh, the Patriots looked really good on defense. I wanted to mm-hmm. say that. Um, I think that's just obvious with Bill Belichick's defensive mindset. Um, their offense. I there's a real conversation for if Bailey Zappi should start. In my opinion, so? I I believe so because of what I've just been seeing. I I just I think he's more elusive in the pocket. I think he might have a better arm. I just think Mac Jones is like a sh- he just looks a like dirty, a Division three quarterback yeah, a dirty, out there. Fat, to me. Chubby, oh, so no, I don't like Mac Jones. He he's a dirty player, I'm, bro. He is dirty. Fucking he is bro. confirmed dirty. Tries to hurt players. Uh, kicks people in the nuts mid game. You see that when he like lifted up his yeah. cleat to kick the guy in the nuts, bro? But like, I but like based on the tape, like I I if I was a coach, I I might think about putting Zappy in and just. Maybe tanking this year. It really is understandable. You know why not? Another another storyline was the Stetson Bennett, Bennett and uh, Max Duggan rematch from oh, yeah. the college football playoffs. Same stadium. In the same stadium. The Chargers and the Rams. Stetson Bennett actually looked really good. Mm. How did uh, how did how did the Rams look in general though? Um, I didn't really watch the game. They lost thirty four seventeen. Um, Sounds like it. So did they play well? I really I really oh. uh, Duggan was two for three for nineteen yards. Okay. He got sacked three times. Oh my Poor god! Poor guy. Easton Stick had a relatively good game. Good for him. Easton Stick came from uh, Washington, I think it was one of the Pat folks. Yeah, but Stenson Bennett, seventeen for twenty nine, one hundred ninety one yards and a touchdown. Also got sacked three times. But had a QBR of ninety. So hmm. that's, that's a very Stenson Bennett. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good progression in the right. In the, he's going in the right direction. I like that for him because I. You know, honestly, honestly, I wouldn't like, treat him like any other rookie because that's a fucking grown man, bro. It mm. is. Um, the Vikings O-line was terrible. I wanted to say that real quick. It was absolutely horrid. I'm not afraid of that O-line by any means. Um, and also, another thing I wanted to notate, I talked about the Seattle's like offense and Geno, but their defense is really full sound, and they have dogs everywhere, bro. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, Tariq Woolen. I mean, they just got that first-round pick. I mean, dude, what's his name? Sorry, what's his name again? Oh, God, who did Yeah, I'm draft? having a brain fart now, too. Who did the Seattle Seahawks draft? Weatherspin? Oh, yeah, Devon Weatherspin. Devon, yeah, from Illinois. Yeah, from Illinois. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah, 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 dog. So, like, they're loaded on defense, bro. And obviously, shout out to Levi Bell and Jordan Ferguson. They're on, better on that defense. But I, I just really think that they're a, they might be an actual contender this year. Like, they may actually, like... Man, that division, honestly, you could argue is wide open. It it really is like you, no I'm talking about Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, I, I, I know. I but think in that, the, the, the division, like I'm saying, is yeah, the set, that, yeah, the, yeah, that could be something that propels them because they can fuck around and win that division, then they have to host a playoff game or two at fucking CenturyLink Field or whatever it's called now. Yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to fucking go there. Nobody. No, no, I agree with and that. They have a run game. They have receivers. Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. And DK how do they Metcalf. get him? 
How did they get Jackson Smith and Jigba? Does he fell to fucking like twentieth overall or some shit? They got somehow. Devon Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba right after they won the draft last year with Kenneth Walker and Kobe Bryant and Tariq Woolen. Yeah. Well, Kenneth Walker is injured. Yeah, so and they did draft. Down. They draft Sack Charbonnet from UCLA, who He's is no slouch, no fucking slouch either. Is. And dude, just yeah, just watch out for them because that division's wide open. You say what you want about San Fran, one of the best rosters in football, top three, honestly, in my opinion. But that quarterback position is still a question mark. And who knows what Brock Purdy might come back to. And don't get me wrong, I love Brock Purdy. I was a huge fan. I really hope that he does come back and work out and the, and he, he succeeds for the Niners. But that type of injury, man, that's like a Tommy John like baseball pitcher injury. That's for a quarterback. We've never really seen anything like that, so you really don't know how he's going to come back. Sam yeah, Donald yeah. was throwing some dimes out there in the Niners uniform, but Trey Lance obviously is not the answer for them. So who knows what might happen. They could have got Justin Fields. Yeah, and what's on, thank God every fucking day that they didn't. But any quarterback that plays in Kyle Shanahan's offensive team is going to be better than 50% of the other quarterbacks in the NFL. I agree That's with that. That's just the reality of it. It's but, orchestrated to help the quarterback. Yeah, and who, I'm not worried about the Rams by any means. And I'm not worried about the Cardinals by any means. So that division is either San Fran or Seattle. And that could go both ways. I think Seattle can beat San Fran head-to-head. Depending on what the quarterback situation is and when they play each other, and that can play a huge, huge factor in who gets that division crown. I agree with that. I sure. do. Another thing I did want to talk about really quick is um, the um, the Packers. They actually did look decent. The run game looked okay. Magoo. Defense was okay. Alex uh, Magoo played. Alex Magoo got two snaps in, and that was it. Hey, that's bullshit. Uh, Jordan Love. Fuck? Jordan Love was actually fucking decent. Balling. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, and I'll say that, being a diehard Bears fan, but I did not agree with them hyping him up to throw in darts to Romeo Dobbs when he made a better catch than it was a throw. Yeah. But, you know, they got to do what they got to do. They got to get <laughs> yeah. some content out and this and that. And yeah. I just I just hate the fucking Packers. I really do. And I hate them. I hate them posting like that. Like, they have <laughs> another answer at quarterback. Like, it's his first touchdown pass yeah. as a starter in Green Bay, and it wasn't even that Pre-season. beautiful of a pass. Well. He, should have led, he should have led Dobbs more. There was, like, five, six yards more in the corner. He could have led him on. Yeah. But he did look good. He did. He, he did look, yeah. For me, he looked okay, and I just think it's obviously Matt LaFleur just kind of being a, a good coach. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, obviously, he does have weapons. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. A pretty decent O line and a decent run game, above above average run game. They have good run running backs there, good depth. So I think he's gonna just kind of have like a, a abysmal season. But I don't think they'll be like a threat on offense. I think their defense is way better than their offense. But uh, I, I just really hope that Jordan Love, for my for my Detroit Lions sake, that they that he doesn't develop. But we can't uh, we can't forget about. Dorian Thompson-Robinson either. Yeah, geez, He is balling the fuck out right now. Against the Commanders, 9 for 10, 102 yards, one touchdown. Then in the Hall of Fame game, he was balling out against the Jets too. He's probably, and he's kind of been going under the radar. Like, no one's really talking about him much. 8 for 11, 82 yards with a touchdown in the Hall of Fame. You know who talked about touchdown? Ago? Austin Watkins Jr. Yes, sir. And he also had six carries for 36 rushing yards in that Hall of Fame game. Like, he's probably been the best player in the preseason so far. Two Nobody's really talking about him. Two years ago, I drafted him in a, uh, a Madden franchise mode. Yeah. And I got him up to a fucking 91 overall. Fuck yeah, dude. I bet he was both of them. Wild. That's what I didn't even know. What he was. I just saw him. I was like, yeah, that's fucking Yeah, he played cool. with uh, Zach Charbonnet at mm-hmm. UCLA. And then he popped up on draft day. And Chip I was Kelly's like, yo, awesome. I remember that fucking name. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. 
Cool little story. Just mm-hmm. remember fucking Madden game. Exactly. He's in one of those uh, uh, draft classes. Mm-hmm. That like probably the... some shit from Bengal or something. Yeah. Yeah. At least Cleveland yeah. knows they have a high-quality backup and a guy yeah. that they maybe could propel Lion. into a starting position later mm-hmm. on. I mean, because Deshaun Watson is no guarantee to be good. He was not good last year. Yeah. Even when he was in. I mean, time that he was in, he wasn't. Russell bad. Wilson didn't look bad either against the Cardinals. Um, I mean, the Cardinals are fucked right now, bro. Yeah. They might be. They might not win a game. I talked about that. This guy a has bit. a pretty cool name, Clayton Toon. Yeah, he was out of the. Um, what, what school was he out of? Houston. Clayton Toon. I remember. Uh, he threw a touchdown pass to Caden Davis, former USFL yeah. Michigan Panther, which was in, pretty awesome. In preseason, Caden yeah. Davis caught a fucking touchdown yeah. pass. Yeah. Hey. Boy. yeah, he's a ginger. Hey, he was wearing like number eighty-three or something. I did not expect him to get in the NFL. Yeah, he got signed, <laughs> bro. He's fast. He's fast as fuck, bro. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. And he has, like, legit good feet, like, good route running ability. He's a special teams guy, but he could maybe be a slot receiver for them because their roster is fucking terrible. Shout out to Davion Davis as well. He's on that team. So, two USFL wide receivers yeah. in the, in the Arizona That's so Cardinals. Cool, man. It's fucking Matt Barkley balled out. Yeah, he 14 actually, for 15, 172 oh, yards, two touchdowns. Oh, my God. Dude, why do you go insane? For no reason. Like, for <laughs> no, no reason at all. He's not going to start. He wasn't doing that with the Bears by any means when he was a backup. Man. I don't think fuck? any of those guys on that roster for quarterback should start. <laughs> guy, you see Kyler Murray was wearing that bra? Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a tranny, bro. No offense to him. Like, he's a fucking stud of a football player, but he looked like a tranny. Mm. But, I mean, like, other than, I guess... That, I mean, I know you're definitely going to be doing a Bears episode yep. on the preseason, probably to do a weekly one. If yeah, you, yeah, for sure. I mean, we um, didn't really touch on that game in, in general. I'll save a lot of it for the, for the episode, but, I mean, overall, that I didn't really have a lot of take, negative takeaways from that game. I was watching it at, at my shop during work, and I was just jumping up and down with excitement, especially after those two touchdowns. And don't get me wrong, the one to DJ Moore, that was a terrible throw by Justin Fields, and he almost threw that shit behind DJ Moore and ruined the whole play. But DJ Moore was the reason that was a touchdown, and that was DJ Moore's first ever touch in a Bears uniform. And that shows you what's going to work. Something that's just like that, that couldn't have been a better scripted start for mm-hmm. his career and, uh, at Soldier Field in front of that sold out crowd. Damn near first touch, fifty-two yards of the house. No, that was that was awesome. Soldier Boy Field, yeah, mm-hmm. Soldier Boy Field. Then the very next drive, fifty-six yard screen pass to um, Khalil Herbert that he took mm-hmm. to the house as well, which. Both of those plays were honestly made by the skilled players themselves, but the offensive linemen and their downfield yeah, block as well. You, you, you can now finally say that. Yes, finally. Which is crazy. Cody White here had a great block downfield. Donnell Wright, I'll, I'll touch on him one episode, but he had a good day, a good game as well. Had about two to three really good highlights, and he protected Fields' blind side on that Khalil Herbert because it was. It, I don't know. I'm still deciding if it was like a screen pass or like a blown up play, but it looked like a screen pass. Mm. And Darnell Wright secured his blind side on his edge as Fields was rolling out to Set his left. The edge, yeah. yeah, and he really protected him there, and it led to Justin Fields going three for three, 129 yards, and two touchdowns, baby. So mm. if you didn't watch the game, I'm going to tell you that yeah, those are like 75 yard bombs from Justin Fields, and <laughs> I'll just let you, man. I'll just let you do your own research to actually watch mm-hmm. it. But yeah, they say you can't throw. One yeah. guy I did want to shout out from the Lions is Julian Aquara. He had three sacks, hat Fight trick. Matters, boy. Um, mm-hmm. And our second team defense looked as good as our first team defense. So I think our defense is going to be 
is going to be top 10 this year. I, I really do. I think I have that expectation. Really? We have the youth. I, I do believe so. That's a big jump yeah, no, last I, year. I, I know. That's but a I, massive we, jump we have the depth. <laughs> Ali McNeil, James Houston's finally going to be in the whole season. Aiden Hutchinson, year yeah, two. We, we have ten. depth at safety. We've re-signed a whole new backfield. We're we're ready to go. We're ready to win. Like this is the season we the, get eleven. The only 11 spotty wins. piece that I see on our defense is still the same spotty piece, the main or the main spotty piece from last year, and that was our corners. Just, I I don't we, know. Like, they're better. Ones, they're better than the ones we have not seen them in Bro. the regular season game. We we have Emmanuel Mosley, not Cam playing, Sutton. Not playing in a, Dude, in a tell game. me they're not better than Mike Hughes. Probably, probably better than Mike Hughes. Come, come on, let's get <laughs> let's get real with our dude. Mike Hughes is one of the Mike worst Hughes. quarter cornerbacks I've ever seen play. UCF boy. Uh, no, no. he's he's terrible, bro. Fuck, he got uh, destroyed by Justin. Two seventeen was put on his ass Jeff by Justin Okuda Jefferson. Was, I thought Jeff Okuda was gonna be brilliant. No, he's, he's he was. Yeah. I was you know, I was expecting a lot from him last year. I was yeah, you know, I was gonna like break out year for him. No, he just we'll busted s- some more. Yeah, he but, did bust. He just busted all over, bro. And he's now injured for the Falcons, which sounds like Jeff Okuda. So, Actually? Uh, yeah, he is. Oh my so God, he's done. Bro. His career's over, bro. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Jeff Okuda. My thoughts go out to you. Get a speedy recovery, bro. But, I mean, uh, go to the USFL. Be no, a no, dog. No, no, no. Go to uh, some technical school and make sure you're ready to become a plumber. That's who? I guess. I mean, I, guess, I, I would know. prefer you in the USFL. You'd be a dog. You'd be like Channing Sterling. Shout out to we'll Channing Sterling. But, uh, yeah, no, like, you gotta, you gotta really, really meditate on that. But... Either way, I think that's pretty much... What else did you guys want to discuss on the preseason? Anything else that stood out to you? Um, AR was wildly inconsistent. Uh, I think we touched on that. Absent. It was a W week for kickers. Yeah. Brandon Aubrey, W for Brandon Aubrey. He missed yeah. an extra point, but he had two extra points converted in a field goal. Mm-hmm. W for him. I mean... That's another name boy, too. Another name boy, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I think... Kind of hard not to say that Nathan Ward won the week, maybe. Yeah, I think that so. That play alone. That play was amazing. Um, Dorian Robinson or Dorian Thompson Robinson is a close second, but I think he's the best player so far of the yeah. preseason. Yeah. Um, but Nathan Rourke definitely played the week. Stetson Booty. I mean, no, no, he's not been as consistent. Um, but and he he's only played one week, so I've, I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the Bears play AR fifteen next week. So that's going to be a true testament to see like the wild like they have to tame this guy because mm-hmm. he's not he's he's got all the intangibles and the tools but I mean in, in general I think the preseason is now more valuable than ever especially for young quarterbacks but you really got to just hope that they can get their game reps in because that's what's crucial with young player development and the more you can play in real game time like it's just it's it's literally so good for you as mm-hmm. a player like especially at quarterback cuz you can learn, like, okay, I'm not going to step back into a throw and sail a ball over my yeah, fucking yeah. flat route into the lap of a corner that's sitting in a zone five yards behind him. You know, I, or maybe for Trey Lance, maybe I'm going to probably hang up my my, 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 my pads and helmet and probably get out of get the NFL. That, get the uh, USFL. Yeah, oh, dude, that'd be lit. Mm-hmm. That'd be lit. He'd probably yeah. be, like, as good as Kenji Bahar. Bring, uh, <laughs> bring some glory as a backup behind Case Cookus. To, to the, uh, to the oh. stars. Ooh, he's definitely a backup behind Case. Yeah, Case is better than he Trey Lance. He's good holding that trophy behind Case Cookies. Yeah, maybe you know? even like helping Case, like hold it up, like helping yeah. Case. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's like, like propping like, Case up. For but the but like he's in the back and you can't see his face, number or, or name. Yeah, in the back of the I think Trey Lance is confirmed a bust at this point. I just I don't want to see him play. I'd rather see Sam Darnold try and redeem himself. He had some I'd good games see, with Carolina. I'd see Matt Barkley keep playing like this mm-hmm. instead of Trey Lance. 
I'd rather see a, a blockbuster trade of all three of those quarterbacks for Alex Magoo. Ooh. Okay, but in all okay, okay, but in all seriousness though, Trey Lance like, I mean he has the intangibles, bro, which is the fucked up part. Like he's just, is he not like regain like retaining the knowledge? Like I don't know what the problem is there. That's a massive discussion though, because like the 49ers have every piece but quarterback, and that's yeah. been their one problem for fucking years. Yeah. That's why they didn't beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. That's why they wouldn't be getting there. That's why they didn't even beat Joe Flacco, bro. It's because mm-hmm. like. You know, maybe there was inconsistency there at quarterback, not a true quarterback. And you can call me a hater all you want, but I really do believe that you should not always be a predicated run-first quarterback. I think it's not good for your overall career or the team. Yeah. I think if you're like better off with your football IQ and you make accurate dis- decisions with the ball, then you'll win more. And mm-hmm. I just think that, I mean, obviously Colin Kaepernick is you know, a wild card in that situation because that year was insane. He came in midway through the year and just took him on a ride. Yeah. Like kind of a Nick he Foles a, situation, but he was an absolute stud. But then Joe Flacco with the best postseason wins of all time, yeah. he had the best. Like if you go back in time and look at his postseason record in that season, yeah, he beat Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and then I forget who else. I think Colin Kaepernick because he had a first week bye. Mm. So like, that's and he was the young gun. Yeah, Super Colin Kaepernick was he? Yeah, the, the Ravens won. That was Ray Lewis's last year. That's what I'm saying you, you said you met met him in the no. Oh yeah, met him in the Super Bowl. But I think he said he met he like, met Colin, the young gun in the Super Bowl like yeah, of that yeah, year because yeah, yeah. he like everyone was like dude this guy's gonna I win. Like, saying, I thought you said round one. I was, I was like how do they meet round? No, one? like I think it was Tom Brady, then Peyton Manning, yeah. and then but like yeah. either way, but I just think that if AR is able to refine his craft, is Justin if Justin Fields and we see mm-hmm. we've seen that like hopefully um, is able to refine his throwing ability and like learn the playbook, learn defense, just learn the defense. Because, like, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, the prime example is, like, a guy like Jared Goff. Like, seriously, I'm not trying to just talk about Jared Goff for a second. But, like, when you have a player like that who's not, like, physically gifted, like, as a quarterback, like, that can't run, like, Justin Fields, doesn't have the arm of Josh Allen, you have to be really fucking smart to be able to stay in this league. You have to know defense. You have to make accurate decisions. And you can still wow people, but you're not making those, like, X-Factor plays, but you can still be a pro bowler. You can yeah, still practice, win those meaningful yeah. if you don't, games. If you don't have that physical and he's still getting better and better as a player because he's still learning the defenses. And like that's what these younger guys need to start doing because that's the prime age to start like capturing that talent. Yeah. Like It really is, bro. Because injuries later, we see the Lamar situation where he's missing half the season. Contract issues. I don't know what's he what's he's gonna look like after missing like eight games last year. Yeah. He's gonna be out of it. It's gonna be like a growing pain thing. The, the Ravens looked okay, by the way. They looked actually decent. Um, but I'm just saying. I, I'm just worried about. I guess the overall aspect of just relying on someone's physical ability rather than the grand scheme of like the football IQ. Because mm. I think that's more crucial than than anything. Because I think player development comes down to game reps. And literally tape and like learning the playbook, and I, I don't think that uh, I think you can walk in and get somewhat short success with your physical talent, and we've seen that in the past. But most of the time, we see the Johnny Manziel or the um, Jamarcus Russell situation occur where they're just busts, mm-hmm. you know. And look at Trey Lance; they traded three first-round picks for this guy, and he's fucking terrible. He can't even start a game. Who did they trade? That was with the. Dolphins or the Texans? Or the, no, it was with... Uh, the Eagles? No, I think it was with the Texans, right? 
Because they have like no, they've just been know. terrible. If you want fact check that real fast, because that's that, that's a crucial point, and they missed out on Justin Fields. Mm. And honestly, someone said it was like the curse of the uh, Mitchell Trubisky like draft pick was lifted when they found Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Twitter, and I'm like, I kind of fuck with that because like they really fucked up with Mitchell Trubisky, bro. They literally, they literally did what the 49ers did with Trey Lance, bro. Patrick Mahomes. But Tr- Mitchell Trubisky was be- is a better quarterback, career legacy-wise, than Trey Lance. Trey Lance hasn't even started like a fucking two-game period. Mitchell Trubisky got to the playoffs. That was just the double-doink situation, which I'm sorry for even bringing that up. But, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I the double-doink. Uh, I don't even know how that happened, Super bro. Super Bowl for the Eagles, baby. Like, look, like, like how? That's it. That's like how? Like like how? Uh, San- was it Santos? What was the guy's name? No, it was uh Cody Parkey. Uh, Cody yeah. Parkey. Yep. Then actually, it was it was kind of funny because then months after that, they were setting up all around like breweries and big areas around Chicago. They were like um, fan field goals. So like a field uh, like a fan comes in, they set up a field goal post in like a little yard and try to kick a field goal from the length of that double joint field goal, and it's just people embarrassing themselves like. All the people that were giving Parky like death threats and calling no, him a piece of shit. No, that's taking it too far. Yeah, like and like calling him a piece of shit and like. How I far mean, was it? Um, I think like a forty some yard, maybe like a thirty. It was a thirty, maybe like high thirties or low forties. I don't know to be honest with you, but it it was funny because everyone would just come out there and whiff or just barely hit the ball or just bust ass and just all be drunk and shit. All the same people that were giving him shit for missing <laughs> it or saying, "Oh, I could have made that fucking kick." I definitely up. could not have made that, but I just. That was a clutch moment. Missed. You know, it's yeah that Trubisky, that Trubisky. We traded up one spot to draft somebody that was going to be there, regardless. Trade up one spot <laughs> for someone that was going to be there in the same spot that we were going to pick him in, and it was the wrong person. I mean, I'm glad we didn't get Deshaun Watson at this point. Now looking back at it, but Patrick Mahomes, and we supposedly the Bears organization supposedly told. Patrick Mahomes and his father that we were going to be drafting him. There was some report that came out late last year about that. That there was some communication between them and the team saying that we're looking at drafting you. Your son's a quarterback that we want. Like if we're up, he's available. We're taking him. And they were actually like surprised. Bro, what they, was that pick? Because they thought they were going to the Bears, but they ended up taking Chubisky and the rest is history. I, I, for some reason, I can't find who the fuck they traded up with in this in this draft. Nah, but man, either way though, I mean, it's probably, it was probably a lower tier, it was probably the Dolphins or, uh, fuck. Mm. I mean, honestly, I think we should probably wind up wrapping this up here, but I really hope you guys appreciated this nice preseason um, recap, and we'll definitely be coming out with the preseason, technically week three uh, recap, probably next week after all the games conclude, and there's a lot to kind of notate, and got to get all, all of our notes together and all that good stuff, but Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads, and um, at, at Tea Time Reports. All support's greatly appreciated. You know, hopefully a camera and our YouTube channel is going to be in the near future, and we'll get some of that, you know, set up and, you know, and hopefully soon, you know, just kind of a little shout out, but we'll get a nice little episode with Pops, um, maybe about some football or something. Um, he's going through a lot right now, so have him in your thoughts if you don't mind. Uh, it's, it's, uh... You know, he, he needs that. I think anyone would in his predicament. But he, he's okay right now. He's in good care. But uh, just 
you know, keep your thoughts out for him. He loves football. He's a big Eagles fan. And the Eagles did play really well as well. We didn't touch up on them, but we'll have a nice episode predicated DeAndre to DeAndre Swift them. had a nice little juke move. Yeah, yeah. He, that. yeah, he did. Shout out to DeAndre Swift. He might play really well there. Act as that, you know, third down, maybe pass catching back, but um, he's going to match well with Jalen Hurts, and I know Pops would uh, want to see them play really bad. But and, uh, uh, I've confirmed, by the way, both teams were involved, Houston and Miami. Originally, Houston traded that pick to Miami, then Miami traded that pick to to New Orleans, or not New Orleans, what the fuck, San Fran. So San Fran gave all those first-rounders to Miami. Jesus. Wow. So now that's how they're loaded. Yeah. That's crazy. But thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Brandon, Caden, thank you all for putting your time in and talking about some NFL, and hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. Peace. Peace.